Hi guys, welcome back to Tea at Number Five. We are the Little Flowers. I'm Wendy Wu. And I'm Tony As promised, we have Sarah from Romantically Swept Away. We are still on the same fucking day as the last episode that you heard. <laughs> so we are fresh from a couple watches of the new season. Um, y'all heard of what we had to say. Sarah was like, I have words too. So we're like, you know what? I, when you get off work? And she's like, now. So we're like, let's record right now. <laughs> but how are you? Are you are you well? How, how are you faring? I'm faring. Yeah, I'm faring well. Like, I'm good. So last week we did the um, non-spoiling version, version. So you guys have about two and a half seconds to hop off of this episode <laughs> if you have not watched the full season yet. So this episode isn't going to be out till April 3rd. So this should give you ample amount of time. Um, but we do understand people <laughs> are not psycho like we are but um this is your last warning there's going to be only spoiler content from here forward okay go so how did you feel what was what well like tell us everything what are you feeling (laughs) too many things like i enjoyed it like when i was watching it i didn't actually like really think of the books that much yes like i was just watching it as like it was a completely separate thing and It kept me like very interested, like the whole like season. I didn't stop watching it until I finished it. And I thought yeah. it was good. Like yes. I actually really liked it. <laughs> I, we really, really liked it as well too. Um, I, I think that's a really interesting, good point. Um, I think you have to kind of go into it with an open mind. Tessa Dare also said like, if y'all, ever since y'all heard about the love triangle and you knew you were going to go into this hating it, you're going to hate it. But if you keep an open mind and know that this isn't a replica of the book, because obviously, then um, then you're actually going to enjoy it. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's how that's how I always go into like any adaptation. I can't like have expectations as a reader because I know it's not going to be that. Oh, yeah. Nine times out of ten, unless it's fucking Lord of the Rings, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Lord of the right, Rings yeah. literally had a 17-hour saga so that it can give <laughs> the books justice. So, you know, like, like I, I think, um, and I'm sure even then, people were really pissed about it. So, right, yeah. see certain things. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. to be fair, like, I, I like when um, shows follow the book, too, but at the same time, you can't, I'm not going to discount the fact that the changes that had happened were actually great. Yes. So let's talk about some of those changes. What is a change that you actually really, really loved? Um, I found it, it was a, for me, it was a little more like plausible, maybe a little more realistic. The reason why um, Anthony didn't want to marry Kate, um, like the main reason, you know, like he was afraid of like dealing with that grief and loss, like what he saw his mother deal with. Yeah. And I want, felt like he didn't want whoever he left behind to deal with that grief. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Or like, so I felt that in a way that was just, it came off more realistic and I actually really enjoyed that instead of him having a fear of like knowing he's going to die at like a specific age. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, so for sure. like, and, and that part when Daphne was like, he's like, what shows through? And he's like, love. And he's like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I was like, oh, shit. shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. He's going to propose to it. We know. Oh, shit. Because he just looked like from that moment, he was so lost and so yeah. broken. And then when she, as soon as she mentioned love, he like snapped out of it. He was just like, oh, like trigger word. And then mm-hmm. he completely changed and 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 knew and knew exactly what he wanted to do he wanted to stay the course and and be with edwina because he knew he he could never love her Mm -hmm. right and i i thought it was actually really amazing because the way that he would switch emotions like so quickly you could see it on his face Mm -hmm. throughout the show um like you could see him get really emotional and then like he just put a mask on like i thought that was really amazing like he was kind of perfect as Anthony I feel like like Violet said a wall yeah the walls keep going up and down and and yeah and that's that's us too right that makes it like how many of us we're just having a shit day or we just spent the entire night crying over a tv show we got to put on our face <laughs> and still go to work you know what I'm saying yeah that was me shit. today 
Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> like I, I had a, I had a scare at work too, where someone's like, "Oh, I'm not sure if I can come in." I was like, "Oh, yeah, I can for sure. I'm not. I'm, I've, I've had a full <laughs> night of sleep. Absolutely, I'm not puffy and swollen and fucking um, sleep deprived. I can definitely come in and fucking work today." So, like, you know, that's that's all of us, and and especially when and you saw that trauma, right? Like, like mm-hmm. Violet was allowed to be in that grief, and Anthony had to be the one to shield the children you know, yeah. and, and, but Violet was allowed to be there and hold his father and cry and be able to like, just sob and weep. And then he was the one that immediately had to shield the children. And then the next flashback, it, he had to like, his mom is unconsolable. She's just crying so much. She can't even walk up the stairs. They want to call the doctor yeah. and, and he's looking at her like, that's how I feel. But the solicitors are like, well, you need to sign this paper. Where's the key to the study? Like we need to do this. We need to do that. Like, so like he had to put that on so early, you know? And then right. that part, that part when he was like, you weren't even fucking there. You yeah. were, wow. I was like, that is so true. That is so true. Like when you're in that much grief during that time, when you look back, you remember that you were really like, you were fucked up. You just remember you were totally fucked up. But like, we've all been through those like, breakups or whatever, or or losing someone. And, and, and you're just, you remember those like first weeks, months, or years, like it's a blur. You don't even remember how you function. You don't remember how many poopoos you took, you know, like you were, you were, you're so checked out. And then when it's, when you're feeling like, okay, I'm ready to, to, to figure a way to, um, to, to live my life again it's more of like you, I I'm stronger because I, I was able to get through that, but you don't remember day by day how messy it was, you know? Yeah. And I loved how she like, it was talking to Anthony not long after. And he like asks her to go to like a family dinner and she's like explaining how she's, she's making herself do like just these little simple things. Yeah. And like, I love that scene because it showed like how much it like hurt her to lose Edmund like that. Yeah. And like, I'm going to cry, but this is going to link to a fun part, but, but that part in there when he was like, she was like, Hyacinth will never know how he smells, right? Like he, she will never get to do that. But in the end, I think it was episode seven or eight when Kate walks by and Anthony <laughs> takes like a big old whiff of her. I was yeah. like, I, I was like, and it's, that's, that's part of, of love, right? Like everything, yeah. the way your you senses. feel, yeah. All your, your senses, senses are all in. Right. So I love and that they did that like full contrast of like, like poor Hyacinth will never have a father, never know what it was like, never get to meet him, never get to smell him. And then here we are episode seven and he, Kate's walking by and he's like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that moment for me was kind of like, in a way like that Darcy moment, you know, when he clenches his fist, but it was different. Like I really loved it. And then I know he mentions later, like smelling her, her scent. Yeah. And I love that they put that in there because that's in the books, you know, like her smell was like lilies and yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, because, yeah, yeah, I mean, like we, we even mentioned too, like they, they put, if you have to really pay attention to get all of the odes to the book that they put in there, but yeah, yeah when he was in the study with Maria Rosso, he was like, I can fucking smell that bitch. Why can I smell her? Why can I smell Kate? This is so disturbing because she's hiding under your desk, bro. Like, but he was like, there it is. There's those lily smell. Like, it's so strong, you know? But like, yeah, it was just, I, I, they did such a great job. And I love the little, the little like mentions of the book. So like in the first episode, they were like, oh, Eloise needs a new lady's maid. So I think that's really setting it up for a Benedict story, you know? And mm-hmm. like the war with the maids and the cooks and stuff like that. <laughs> Stealing, maids. Stealing maids and stuff. They put that in there. But um, Tony, what to you was like one of the things that that they changed that that you really loved? This one's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm just gonna bring it up. The love triangle. Yeah, let's go there. Let's, <laughs> let's so that canceled. Let's get canceled within how many minutes? We've been talking for only ten minutes. Let's get canceled, yeah. and this, no one's gonna listen to this episode. But go do it. Like, <laughs> like create a show started. So I'm like, what's gonna happen? I loved it. I thought it was so unexpected. I think it was so smart for them to, to market it that way, because can you imagine if all of us wasn't bracing our assholes for Mm -hmm. a love triangle, how we would have reacted? 
all of us would have been like, excuse me. <laughs> but like we, we all knew. So that way, and then, and, and it's not a love, it's not any love triangle because it was a low key tr- love triangle mm-hmm. inside of the book. So, and then it's a Shondaland yes. fucking love yes. triangle, you know? So <laughs> I felt like it was because I'm not a fan of love triangles and it didn't bother me in this because it wasn't like Anthony was truly in love with like Edwina and Kate no, and he couldn't no. choose. Right. You know? Right. So they did it good. Yes. And like we were, um, we were just discussing like that part where, um, you know, like as soon as Daphne mentioned love, he like snapped out of it. Right. Because, and that just shows that like, it just, I, I loved, loved that. And then I loved that. Um, it was there, it was him courting this woman of, and he said it from the, you saw first episode, he was over here. Like, do you speak Greek though? But do you read though? Like (laughs) how many kids do you want? So you see that he's looking for this paragon of perfection, you know, which is no one, no one is that. And then he coming into that, that diamond ball, he was just like, he was just like, we will have our diamond and I will have my wife. So I love that they stuck to that. He never actually had feelings for her. And uh, unfortunately, you know, Edwina, but she's young and she's right. She's impressionable. And she felt coerced towards all of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it, I, I feel like with her story is one of those where she has this experience now, but then like give it some time and she's going to meet someone and actually truly fall in love and realize what she felt for Anthony was not nothing. the same thing. Yeah. And, and we know right. uh, like, so actually some plays that Mina said that in an interview, cause they were like, do you fall in love with Anthony Bridgerton? And this like triggered the whole fucking wild wide world. And she <laughs> was like, she fancies herself in love with him, but she's really yeah. not. She's <laughs> not. She's, she doesn't understand with him, but she does fall in love with him a little bit because she's like, it's Anthony Bridgerton, you yeah. know, like it's, <laughs> <laughs> like how can you not you know so I was like fair enough and and I I love it because we mentioned on a couple episodes that though we're like what if Edwina ends up with the prince and that part <laughs> yeah. came the end and I screamed I was like oh my god that's what I had said I had said that I was like oh because she was like she's gonna get her own happily ever after and it's the prince and after uh, oh my god <laughs> That bitch was sour lemons, man. She was she was real salty. I think the the change that I really enjoy, obviously, besides the two that you guys have mentioned, is that I really love what they're doing with Lady Featherington. She is yeah. she is a boss bitch, man. They I we were saying on our other episode, like they because they called her Regency Chris Jenner, and and, <laughs> and like she really did that she fucking did that and she did whatever she fucking found the way to get money she found a way to protect her family and move on and like like and and he and i remember when jack was like why are you doing this and he, she was like because i am a mother i was like yes it was so good <laughs> it was like, so good some of the things she does it's like sometimes i'm like you know it's wrong like you know what i mean like yes. but she she like actually cares about her daughters and she's not like truly like bad in a way. Yeah, she just yeah. doesn't care. And she's going to do whatever she has yeah, to do. Yeah, for sure. And I love that. She said to Jack that, so you don't care about my girl. Yeah. So I think, I think she was yeah. kind of on board until he was like, leave your girls here and it'll be just me. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she was like, nah, bitch. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, honey. That- and like, and I love that she put on this face, same thing like Anthony did. She, her mama bear face went up and she was like, uh, bye-bye. And as soon as he turned, o- turned away, she started like crying and freaking out. And then she was like, she counted to three. And she's like, all right, I'm a hostess of a party. I got to do this. I, know. You know? I was like, that's, so that's a mom, right? Like one, two, three, or like, was it three, two, one, one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? And you just got to keep going. So, but all right, yeah, I, I found really- it. I found it really funny when he started flirting with her, like coming on to her and she's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I was I, like, this is kind of good. <laughs> I No, I first was like, he's tricking her. And I never, ever thought it was her that's going to play him. I mm-hmm. was just like, you know, he's scheming on her. But I love that. I love that. She's like, you're going to leave the same way you came in, penniless and alone. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 
It was so good. Um, okay, so we didn't talk about it on the last episode, and I have both of you girls here, but we, I, I called, it was out of context, but I had a feeling, how did you guys feel when Colin told those rakes that he is not courting Penelope <laughs> Featherington and never, ever will he ever do that? Like, how did you guys feel? <laughs> I was happy. Like, not happy. Like, <laughs> I wasn't like, yeah, okay, that's great. I love that they put it in there. Like, yes. you know what I mean? I wasn't expecting, like, I know everyone, like, mentioned one of that as, like, one of the predictions. They're like, I wonder if, and it was actually in there. I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I was saying there's, that's why they were building up their friendship so much because in the end of it, they were going to fucking pull the rug out from under her because they're, you know, it's changed so much from the books, you know, like he, she's writing letters to him while he's traveling and, and, you know, and Eloise like, he just, he just talks too much. And she's like, no, it's great. So like, they're already starting that like rapport and, and he like dead ass was like, you ain't a woman, your pen. Like that was brutal. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking rough. So I was like, Oh, they're, they're gearing up for it, for her to like, walk in on that you know those those moments between Colin and Penelope I sometimes I had to look away because I was like oh I'm feeling so awkward right now like just waiting for her to say something and like yeah (laughs) but can you imagine 18 17 year old us with like this fucking guy that we've had a crush on since the dawn of time like 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 being in the same room with him or like like I think it was like the derby she saw him and then she pretended to not see him she's like oh come on <laughs> hey I totally didn't see you there bro like it was that was a dream over you yeah I wasn't I wasn't smiling to myself because of you yeah but. so I remember talking about that scene the whole like not Penelope oh yeah yeah record and then I'm like it's so good because then his declaration has like if they follow the book yes it has to be absolutely a bigger public than the race yes and it's gonna be freaking dramatic and amazing yeah yeah so I loved and we discussed this in the last episode but I love that they waited until it was so obvious to Kate that Anthony was obsessed with her before they got married and had sex. Like, because I know that was like a really big part in, in the book that a lot of readers did not enjoy. They didn't like that in her own marriage bed. Like she was like conflicted when he said she was beautiful because he thought she thought he was thinking about Edwina, you know? So like, Mm -hmm. I love how they handled that. I love that they right. were like, they were like, no, like they can't fucking stay away from each other. Like from day one, they gave us meet cute in the park. They gave us, you know, like magnetic pinkies. They gave <laughs> Paul Mall. They gave us so many things that we all wanted. You yeah. Know? Right. Especially when you already take out the marriage of convenience. Yes. Getting caught things. So yes. that, taking that away set up the, how they ended the show and it's yeah. great yeah but yeah they definitely took out the marriage because technically Daphne and Simon had a marriage of convenience mm-hmm. right yes so I thought yeah I thought that was so great that fucking panic attack that he had in episode three with the yeah beat. oh my god I was, <laughs> I was like holy shit that was so believable yeah I felt like as a change like yeah we would love to see him freak out and try to suck venom but but that really did come off really believable like someone just starting to like freak out thinking like she's about to die yeah you know yeah so I kind of liked how they did that yeah I a lot of people had a problem with that and and they're like oh like like okay yeah sure but like his panic (laughs) attack was so real and oh my god the guy that played Edmund holy shit oh I know I I mean that was crazy two and a half seconds on film but how do you manage to rip all of our fucking hearts apart like and you were on film for like less than five minutes yeah part of it is like falling down <laughs> i know it's so good i know I, and he turned around and he looked like fucking a zombie and i was like yeah <laughs> he looked like he was bit by a zombie not stung by a bee and i was just like holy shit and then yeah and that part right before he dies and he reaches for violet's face yeah oh, oh. Yeah, oh. uh, that was hard. 
<laughs> I I cry a lot in this. Like, there's no, things I- in the book that make me emotional, but this show freaking I was yeah. crying like every episode. I swear. No, for real. <laughs> we we did a reread for the Lit Wallflowers podcast, and um, and we I was saying that like I don't know if this is so much more emotional because we have faces now we have faces we have people we understand more like anthony's like backstory they gave him so much more backstory in the last season you know so it was just kind of like i don't know if this just like it it, it was like the the reread of the if the of the prologue was fucking brutal yeah i was crying i was like oh god really <laughs> no i know and that part where they have like like Daphne singing to Eloise like that lavender song and mm-hmm. like because she she said that to Eloise last season yeah she was just like like oh he, she was like you don't remember mama's screams you know and then like yeah. I, I love that they they like remembered that and they put that in there and oh it was just so good I I don't know if they like had foresight with that already but mm-hmm. holy shit it was right crazy. like I didn't I didn't have anything that I can actually complain about this season. I do like wish sometimes that maybe the love triangle hadn't went as far into the season. And we got like, maybe just an additional episode was more Kate and Anthony, like coming together and like really like being together and happy after everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, like I thought everything was really, really amazing. And Anthony like the looks that he would give Kate like those heated looks like those are identical to like what I envision when I'm reading a a romance book I thought for sure and (laughs) and you know all of us kind of felt like that for last season as well too so like you know just to as a reminder for like romance books depending on who the author is but like usually it's like it's like me cute why they can't be together, why they can't be together. And they finally are like, okay, maybe we should be together. And then some, <laughs> some other shit happens and then some other shit happens and it's still not like fully resolved. And then about 90% happens, something really big and traumatic happens that, that both parties are like, oh, I want them, you know, <laughs> this is what I want. And then they spend the next five to 6% trying to solve it. And then, and then it's like, they make up and it's over. So like, I, I love that they like are basically following the trajectory of like how a, a, a romance novel technically would be. They even yeah. gave a, a, an epilogue, you know, and both of them, they gave, you know, like Simon and Daphne finally like, you know, giving birth. And then this one, they gave us a second Paul Morgan. So, yeah. And there was something in this that made me happier. Like, so I feel like season two, even though like I love season one, it was, it's amazing, but season two for me felt better um like sometimes even the acting seemed better to me like but that's just my opinion um (laughs) but there was so um anthony and kate like they both say i love you to each other and we don't get that in season one we don't we don't which is depressing (laughs) yeah i I know we had we had to defend that last (laughs) season we were just kind of like like technically Simon was saying, I love you, boo, like a long like episode four. He was saying that already. With his eyes. You with his, he's not good with birds. With, with <laughs> like I mean he made a declaration to the queen, you know what I'm saying? And 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 like they, they but we got the eye burn for you. So we'll take it. You know? Right. And, and um but yeah, I I I yeah, I think that that they just handled the season so well but the most controversial controversial thing that i have been getting all up in the dms is what the fuck penelope (laughs) (laughs) i think it's all right because i mean it makes sense because their friendship is so close and then for her to discover that and then after what penelope had felt like she had to write yeah like that's understandable that she would act that way i i'm sure it will come it will like clear up eventually so I don't you know. remember, I haven't like reread all the books, but I remember at one point, was it Hyacinth or was it Eloise when Violet was like, oh, I thought you weren't friends with her anymore. And she's like, oh, that's like last week. But they're talking about Felicity and Hyacinth. Yes, hmm. so it was Hyacinth. Yes, yes. So yes. I wonder if they're just kind of like doing that out because we don't get Felicity, right? So yeah. we're going to see the nuances of the of the friendships that happen between Bridgertons and Featheringtons through just only yeah. Eloise and Penn. They're gonna have a yeah. fight for each season. They are because they had a huge fight last season, right? Yeah. So yeah, 
How do you think I, uh, they're going to work this out? I don't know. You know what I was wondering too, you know how they did like, they went all the way up to the wedding before they called things off. Yeah. Well, that's basically like what happens with Gregory's story. So if they was ever to get to that one, like, I wonder if they're just going to completely change oh, that story too. That's true. That is true. I was wondering. La La Lucy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they might just take that part off and they'll, they'll play up more yeah. about her getting kidnapped. And Come in. someone. The, they'll just keep it maybe. Someone yeah. can run well, it. Well, yeah. They're just... mixing all the books up because we don't get the carriage yeah. ride with, in the end, we get the, the horse ride with what that Daphne and Simon had in the Duke and I, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah, they're mixing it all up and it's totally fine. I think I, I just wonder how they're going to get out of this whole Penelope's thing. Cause they're selling the Penelope's friendship. <laughs> so it's just kind of yeah. like how, but she's going to use her article to like apologize. She's going to find her. I love that. She went looking for Eloise after. Yeah. yeah. And I'm wondering how the whole thing with Colin will work out. Cause obviously he's going to find out who she is and then like, he'll know what she did to like Eloise and everything she said so I'm wondering like how they'll play it out yeah yeah and you know I love that they do this because like everyone that's kind of upset is like Eloise is literally the last person to know you know but I think Mm -hmm. that the way that they've made Eloise in this show she's so freaking smart it would be a a remiss for them to like have her be oblivious until season five that her best friend is is Lady Whistledown yeah and the thing is like Eloise is so impulsive like she'll come back like after an hour like okay yeah explain yeah like maybe they'll explain yeah like she might not say anything to anyone and she might like join with her maybe and then they'll use the paper to start more than just gossip yeah Yeah. like (laughs) yeah maybe But yeah, yeah maybe, and that's that's yeah. true. Like that might be the catalyst to let Eloise lean into like the feminism and like the women's rights that she really wants. Right? Is like mm-hmm. having her be like an author herself as well too. But see, it's kind of interesting because you know people thought it was Eloise. Eloise was Lady Whistledown in book four. So right. yeah, I think it, it'll be. I I think it's yeah. It just <laughs> really sucks because like like. That was really rough, though, to see that. And then with the way that they yelled yes. at each other. But you know what? Like, just like they said last season, they talked to each other just how best friends would talk to each yeah. other, right? Like, when you're mm-hmm. mad at each other because you know each other so freaking well. And Nicola, when she is acting like that and she's, like, yelling and getting mad, she really knows how to pull off that, like, pissed off, ugly face. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. like oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> I know. She's like, well, 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 at least I'm doing something about it. You're doing shit. You ain't doing nothing. <laughs> All you do is talk. I was like, oh, oh yes. my God. <laughs> it's like when you hold everything in, right? And then the one, yeah. day, one thing right. will blow up. And, and that's the one thing that Eloise is so insecure about and that she's so upset about is that there's just so many things that she wants to do and she's never been able to do any of it. So I wonder, yeah. I wonder if they're taking the plot line of Colin being kind of jealous of Penelope and kind of giving that to Eloise. Yeah, kind of, yeah that could be. One, right? I love the fact that... Um, uh, Eloise used Cressida's words insipid wallflower. Yeah. I'm like, of course, like she's like yeah. insipid wallflower indeed. And Penelope is not gonna And that, yeah, so. I I feel so bad for Penelope like each season too because she's always like she always just looks like she's life is just shit for her. Yeah. Well, it <laughs> and is. Like, yeah. like her friend finds out and this is what happens. And like the one thing that she's like proud about herself with that she has to keep a secret, you know, cause she's yeah. a woman. And yeah, I, you know, I like, because at the end of the day, if you read Penelope's storyline, like you kind of are just like, so what? Like, you know, like I think as people who don't really read books are like, okay, she's a wallflower, big deal. But like, so they're trying to like give her, a lot of struggles that she has to actually deal with because we see it, but it's all off page, right? We know it, but it's like very subtle, every single book. It's not, it's not big. So they're doing it bigger so that like, by the time she gets her happily ever after and she gets all of that, it's going to be like, so good, you know? Like she's the same. I love the fact that they use insipid. She may be a wallflower and she's going to be, keep being one, but she's not insipid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I I was kind of feeling like a little nervous for Benedict and Colin this season because Colin comes back and he's like, what was that stuff he put in the tea? Do you, do we know what that was? 
it was probably like crushed up shrooms essentially yeah, i'll find like, out but like it was essentially and- shrooms because he said that he, <laughs> yeah. he stared at a blade of grass for like two hours or whatever right and, so. and it made me nervous because i feel like they were in, they were implying like because he had used it so much that like maybe he had been using that to like as like something to like deal with how he felt after like the whole marina thing and how he yeah. feels with his life at present you know yeah yeah and then benedict looked like he was kind of even though he was pursuing like his art you could tell he was like always drinking or always doing stuff like he didn't i don't know how to explain it and then like anthony when he when he confronts him about paying for his like way in he still like anthony like compliments him basically and he's all sarcastic about it and like he doesn't believe his brother and he walks off yeah you know so i was like are they like setting them up for like you know what i, I don't know how to explain it but i think that um i think they're setting it up to where he ends up this is when he kind of is over it already so because yeah. by the time it's his book he's just kind of like why the fuck am i here at these stupid fucking parties right so yeah true i think i think they were trying to like get that and then that's the thing too right every season you got they're gonna make them be a complete fucking mess until it's their season you know right (laughs) so so i think they're kind of setting up really perfectly because he he did like he he was trying really hard and he was always at like random house parties and he was Mm -hmm. just doing a lot of things and and he was like he was trying to be more than just a Bridgerton essentially. Right. And then to find out that the only reason why he got into art school was because he was a Bridgerton and that his brother paid his way into it. Like he thought he had real talent and that made that fucks with you a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, and I, I think that's very, very modern as well too. Right. Cause sometimes like we want to be, we want to know that we earned our way in. We want to know that we struggled in and, but they looked at and, and they're considering it because of us, not because of who we know or you know things like right. that so, so you're saying that they're gonna if they do do season three as it's benedict he, we're gonna see him open up as this jaded guy we're gonna right. see him as like yeah he's he's gonna be jaded and he's hiding all of his art from everybody at this point and my he, cottage um <laughs> he's just basically like i don't know if they're gonna do my cottage honestly like they they Aww, i just th- love saying it yeah the thing is like with, with the way that they're doing this is they're trying to keep the people together as much as possible mm-hmm. so i think having an isolated because the majority of his book was in my cottage you know so like having something that yeah. isolated i'm not sure but I'm, if they can figure out a way to pull it off they will you know but but the way that they can focus on it though is giving friend we're also going to have francesca's love story yeah I think that the way that they can keep all of the, like, the Bridgertons, the Featherington, the balls, all of that alive is having a second focus on Francesca. So yeah. that's the only way that they're going to be able to, to get away with Benedict kind of like roaming off on his own, kind of like what he was doing. I wonder if they'll, because you know, they're switching like all the story, you know, the storylines mm-hmm. and stuff and kind of doing their own thing. Like if they would maybe make Sophie like, a maid or something in like the Bridgerton household or Already. you know what I mean like yeah that would well, be kind of interesting he has to be back in town for Francesca assuming Francesca is going to come out next he has to be back in town for the family to go to the um, presentation yeah so. well he, they all live there they all live at the Bridgerton house right now it doesn't even it made it sound like Kate is moving in with the family. It didn't, it, they didn't really imply that the Bridgerton brood was all going to move out. It was more like Kate was moving in. So I think that they are. Well, I am assuming that because of what happened, um, Benedict is going to move out to his own lodgings. I think he won't though. I think, he, or he might just have it, you know, he's still going to live at home, but like he's going to, cause even, even this, it may, it looked like Anthony lived at home, but he, you know what I'm saying? Like if he looked like he still was living in the Bridgerton house. It didn't have, he didn't have his own lodgings. I think, you know, and I'm just saying this to Lane's point, they're trying to keep them all together all as much as possible. So yeah. I think, you know, and then maybe it's during Francesca's like engagement party or whatever the case is, but they're going to have to, they're going to have to figure out a way to, for Sophie and his meet cute to be within <gasps> the first it's episode. It's going to be like a night like this. Yeah, yeah. Or the musicale. No, not a music hall, but how they met Daniel. Like, so okay, so that was my other thing. When you guys, sorry, I got distracted because loud human over here. But, <laughs> um, but I think that they're not gonna 
I personally think that Sophie will not be working in a Bridgerton household only because of the Me Too movement and the whole like, um, cause they've been trying to keep everything very modern. Right. So mm-hmm. she might be someone mm-hmm. else's lady's maid. You would just find it's, it just yeah. will not, yeah. it won't be in the Bridgerton house to where there's a power dynamic, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. he's technically her boss or her mom is her boss. I, I just don't think that they're going to do that. I think they've, they've been very sensitive about a lot of the things that readers and, and, and reviewers like have not liked about the books. And that's one big thing they didn't like going back to a night like this is that that Daniel was her boss right Mm -hmm. and they also didn't like that he put her in a place where she he technically was her boss too so some people like didn't like that so I think they're just gonna be very conscious about that so maybe she is Penelope's lady's maid or the queen's (laughs) I don't know uh, what balls are you gonna have yeah I at this point with um i was gonna say michael oh my gosh <laughs> with benedict's story all i hope for is like we get one like cinderella moment it doesn't have to be like mm. you know a main thing and that she they're different classes like from a different class you know so like yes, as long as they keep those two things yeah yeah because we've seen already and i i think that's the other thing though they're building it up though because we saw the class struggle with sienna and we saw mm-hmm. the class struggle this time with theo so I think yeah. that they're showing us that this is a big deal. Like when someone is not part of the same class, like I think that they're, oh, they're setting Mary. Yeah. This, and, and yeah, with, with Mary and, you know, like, cause, cause it kind of gets confusing because Marina technically comes from the country. Right. So like they made it very well known that Sienna, like Sienna was like, I'm fine being this way, you know? Mm-hmm. And Theo was like, oh, you just wanted to, you just wanted to like dip your toes into my waters. And so, and then the whole Mary thing, marrying below her. And then she was like the scandal people still like the queen, the first time she saw the queen, the queen was like, like, oh, so, you know, like, she, you know, so like <laughs> I think that, that they're setting it up for them to have definitely different social classes but i don't think that they're gonna go there to where she's working under his house in his house yeah that would make sense yeah i don't think they would go there i think if anything um now that featherington's money is back they might be giving penelope a lady's maid so she might end up being yeah true but that would require her and eloise to make up though Mm -hmm. so so we'll see I, I did have a question about like a specific scene. If you guys, I wanted to know if you guys like noticed this too. I was kind of confused when they're playing Paul Mall and Edwina's ball goes like into the dark, like in the bushes yeah. and the way like she was looking at it and she looked like petrified yeah. and like it was really focused on it. And then she like acted all like positive for a second was like no I'm good I'll, I'll stand out the game and then when she walks away her face falls again yeah. and I was wondering like the way they made that scene I thought it was going to like be something about her and like why she was too afraid to go in there did anyone else like notice that too I think that the way that they made that is just to show you that what a bad match she is for Anthony. Like she's not competitive. She didn't understand why everyone was being psychos about it. She, she didn't, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. And I also think that it played into her insecurity because she does mention it later, you know, that like, Oh, is it because I wasn't like really like into Paul Mall, you know? So like, I think, I think that they, they, but you're right. Like the way that she looked into the, to the darkness, (laughs) it did look like she was like, I'm scared of bears, you know, but like, (laughs) But, but like, right. she has such a, like a sweet constitution as well too. So like, even it just goes back to when he gave her a horse and she was like, uh, I thought you like animals. She's like, yeah, the ones I could sit on my lap, you know, like not like <laughs> not. And then uh, Kate's face during that whole scene of like, you're a fucking idiot was great. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I just took it as like them showing just how different the two yeah. sisters are as well too. Yeah. How like, she's I, just like, I don't like, this is unladylike. Like I, this, I, you know, this wasn't part of my training. Like you never, we, I never knew that this would be part of like wooing a man is to play sports. You didn't, you didn't show me this. This is unladylike to me. And they're fucking whooping around and being hella loud. <laughs> and, you know, so. And I feel like at the same time, like, because she's like, She's bred to be a people pleaser and like, you you know, you say the right things, do the right things. And 
she wasn't comfortable in a place where well, one of the right things might be to play along with everyone else and like yeah. just be together and have fun. No, I and think it wasn't her cup of tea, like sports. So I think she's like, she, I feel like she was like, I'm letting people down. No, I, I think you are right as part as that, but like she wasn't ready for the cutthroatness. She, because yeah. as a people pleaser, you're not going to purposely knock someone's ball out of the way, right? Or, or try to win over someone else at someone else's house. <laughs> so she, you know what I'm saying? So like that part is very conflicting for her, but she plays that so well. Like every time she looks at someone for approval, like she doesn't like the actress that plays Avina did such a great job. Yeah. But yeah. You're, I, you're, you're right with the whole people pleaser thing, but not necessarily like a whole team thing, but I think it's just like, you know, she's like, um, because even when Daphne was explaining the rules, she was like, uh, this ain't thing. my thing, you know? <laughs> like she's just like she's like, some people play the game, but the other people play the player. And she's like, excuse me, like <laughs> <laughs> that's not the rules. Yeah, she and, and yeah, and she might be like a very rule, you know, like the last eight years, all she did was follow the rules, yeah. you know. So that's that's where like it, it was like tough for her. But um I uh, I really liked Edwina though. Like, this isn't like a dislike thing, but it's just, I felt really like, I don't know, like hurt for Kate because after like everything was like in the light, like what was going on, everyone was just so like, I I don't know how to like explain it, but they were kind of like in mean to her in a sense, like she had done something truly wrong. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And, and I felt so bad for Kate because I never felt like, like anything she did was actually truly wrong. I did feel like maybe she should have spoken up sooner than she did but i didn't feel like she did anything actually wrong you know yeah but that's that was part of i think that's what they want us to feel you know because she needed to fuck up but we still needed to be on her side you know what I'm yeah. saying? So we still needed to be like but we still want kate to be with anthony not not have this like but why not edwina you know we they, they yeah. had to make it to where like we still wanted kate to win so i think how you felt is exactly the what they want us to feel. Yeah, it was definitely intentional because it was just kind of like, like, yeah. So because mm-hmm. in, in the end of it, like you got, like you said, they leaned so far into that that fucking love triangle. They had to make it very clear, you know. And and yeah. um, <laughs> that hair sniffing part, I literally just can't. And Lady Danbury's like, you, you, right now. <laughs> no, stop it right I now. I love that she witnessed that, though. That was so good. Didn't She's like, this guy's in deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they've been trying very hard to keep Lady Danbury very mixed up with the Bridgerton crew. Mm-hmm. So do you think Sophie might actually end up being a Lady Danbury ward? Or that would be or cool. Me? Or me. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because like, because right? last season it was Lady Danbury and the Bridgertons, and then this season it was that way again. Oh, you know what? And I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna assume because you said it, she's gonna sponsor Edwina again. It might be Edwina's. Oh yeah. No, Edwina's marrying the prince. Sorry. The beginning of season three. She's happy. Oh, she's not here. Yeah, she's with she's the prince. Prussia. She's with the prince. Yeah, I think that I hope they mentioned that. Plot twist, Edwina wears a silver mask to a ball one night and <laughs> I oh. know. Oh. oh my god. And then she moves, she notes back to India, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so good. <laughs> oh my god! In, in the beginning, when um Anthony was like, "So you in the in the Modi still making a stitch?" Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Apparently not. Like, oh, it was so good. That was funny. Yeah, I loved that Penelope teamed up with Madame yeah. Delacroix, but they were messy. They yeah, so much evidence behind, and also I think Penelope was being messy too. You know, there, were so there many, was there was. Oh, couple, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead. Yeah, there were so many times where like people were like looking at her and like so they, it was like really obvious like she was being messy. So I wonder. Mm-hmm. I I think that this whole like ending with 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 Eloise is what makes her tuck it in a little bit more. Yeah, because she was she was she's young, right? Just at this point, she's what seventeen. 
So she's still so freaking young and just messy. And yeah. so like th- what, after being discovered by Eloise and how easy it was for her to figure it out, she starts really tucking it in and, and just really making a run for it. If you guys remember like the premiere live stream mm-hmm. and I was like shaking my head a little bit that that one fan that asked about Madame um, Delacour and uh, Benedict, she's like, will we see more of them together? Are they going to be like, and I'm like, what? Have you not read the books or do you not know what's going <laughs> Well, that was a, it was a big, it's a big theory that's going around that, that she's technically Sophie. So, Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what a lot of people didn't like is that Benedict was like, will you be my mistress? Will you be my mistress? Why won't you be my mistress? Be my mistress. So yeah. like they were like a lot of people were theorizing as well as us too, like that, if you make her the mistress already, you know? And mm-hmm. um, so it's just, yeah. So, but I mean, after watching them, them not interact at all this season and she was just like, I'm busy. I am a career woman, you know? <laughs> oh, there goes our, there goes our theory. For one second, I'm like, oh my gosh, is that Sophie? Yeah. Lisa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they're they're putting the closure that, on them. Yeah. And I love the fact that they held up on her name. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll be, oh, you guys are tricky. <laughs> They're putting all kinds of like little Easter eggs in there, and I love it. I was almost expecting the like thunderstorm scene, like in the library, because from the trailer, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, are we actually gonna get that? I mean, I wasn't like, if if we didn't, you know, I wasn't gonna like die. But yeah. And then they were. I saw the thunder happening in the storm, and she was like, she jerked a little bit, and I was like, is this? But then it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still like a little nod to it because it's still like she was afraid of, you know, yeah. the storms and they meet in the library. He saw there was a light on and like, so I did like that they did that. Yeah. And then at that point is when also still yet he starts sharing about his dad and like, you know, all those things. Yeah. Happen. And, and they gave the panic attack to Anthony instead of Kate. And I, I really love that because at, at the same time, like they gave her you know, layers to where she was vulnerable about certain things, but like, she is just so used to fighting her own demons, you know, mm-hmm. that, that like, yes, that bothers her, but she, she like figured it out, but yeah, it's, oh my gosh. Speaking of what they gave to Anthony, I love that he's always like, we kissed. Yes. He's, he's, yeah. He's like, we kissed because she says that, right. He's like, sir, we kissed. <laughs> and he was like, if I marry every person that I kiss or every woman that I kiss. And she's like, but, but, you know, so like this time in, in the, in the, in the, and that's what I think a lot of like readers were conflicted with as well too, is that Kate is so strong, but like every single time it had something to do with him, she was just like, kind of like simpering, right? But then it was realistic because she never had any experience with men, right? But people didn't like that. But I love that this, this time it was, he was like, hello, we kissed. She's like, that was a mistake, <laughs> sir. The hell we did, you know? I, I love that they made like they used the Sheffield name in it too, and I didn't expect. Yes, that. that was such a great Easter egg. Oh, thank you for like. like, like okay, that's that good. Secret, yeah, right? yeah. Because remember how upset people were that her, she changed her name to Sharma. So I yes. or they changed her name their names to Sharma, and then they're like, oh, oh like for me, Sheffield? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, it was almost like I was. A- like I also wasn't because it wasn't like a big deal but I was like what? like when I, that was in the show I, like that made me happy yeah 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 it was it was and then they turned out to be really terrible people yeah which I'm like oh okay yeah you can keep me <laughs> <laughs> like who acts like that in front of like other people oh uh, but I love that they acted that way and then the whole Anthony like telling them off Yes. And I'm like, oh, of course, of course, Edwina, she's going to fall more in love. Yep. And she's going to make everything harder. Yeah. And, and I love that Kate basically begs him to go through with a wedding. Oh. Like, that was so good. And, and, it, and, and both too. of them. And it was just like, because they were the same. And I think when they were fencing, that's what that's, he, they, they pointed out, right? He was like, she's arrogant. She thinks she knows everything. Ah, and then he was like, he, uh, Colin's like, yeah, she sounds unbearable. And Benedict's like, she sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and that was Kate as well. Like Anthony's whole thing is duty before everything. So that's what she was trying to do. She was trying to like 
like put her duty as a sister before herself, you know? So, yeah, I love that. But I shared this with Tony and I'm going to share it with you. But, um, you know, that that whole like scene when he walks by her and they're like pinkies kind of like reach out to each other. Yeah. So um, (laughs) (laughs) um, someone tweeted, um, you know how in South Indian weddings, the bride and groom hold each other's pinky fingers during their vows. There are seven vows, seven vows. Um, uh, She said, love how Cantonese pinkies um, are reaching out to one another as a symbolic representation of their longing for a union. Oh, I didn't even know that. I know. I was like, oh my God. Why? Yes. I love that so much. That's cute. Yeah. That like puts more, more on the moment. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Aww. They really were like, so magnetic together. The pinky moment. And then like the sniffing the air moment. I love those two little like bits. <laughs> yeah. So much. For sure. Sure. Anthony looked like he was about ready to like orgasm after he smelled the air. He was. He did. He looked like he jizzed his pants a little bit. And then Lady Demi's like, can you not? Literally. Like, this is we're, just this, staring like, uh. like, this is what we're trying to avoid. Can you literally not right now? In those moments when he started like finally accepting, like, I think kind of giving himself hope that he could like be with her in a sense. Yeah. And he would like get near her and he'd get like these little smiles. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love that. <laughs> that part, like, obviously, all of episode three was freaking crazy. But, like, that part in the end when Kate wakes up and he finds out and he just breaks down. Oh, like, my gosh. Oh yeah. My I can't. He's such a good actor. I swear to God, if he doesn't get an Emmy, I'm going to fucking riot. <laughs> that was really, like perfect that that like scene and like yeah. his, his mom the way she's like oh my god he's like breaking down yeah, right now she's like oh shit like he's he <laughs> really does love her <laughs> yeah i love that that was like i love scenes like that yeah it just felt like real yeah so and yeah i love that he's the one who says he loves her first yes and like his whole declaration like yeah i was like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep going keep going <laughs> and even even that library scene with the one that Daphne walks in on and he was just like yeah you are the bane of my existence and um like every (laughs) like all my desires or whatever he says and I was just like oh I love this way too much they they really had a hard time like they were dealing with some shit (laughs) yeah for real for real it's yeah I loved it it was great I love the fact that they when they do dialogue um, they say stuff like that, like yeah. you're the bane of my existence. I'm like, wait, what? Where's going? <laughs> yeah. And then they end with yeah. what you, they really mean. And then yeah. the whole like head forehead, like the forehead thing, the whole yeah. almost kissing thing, like they mm-hmm. did in the library. <sighs> and but then you know, like he actually kisses her in the book. But this one, they were interruptious. <laughs> so. and like and like he's like why do you hate me and she's like because you vex me like no good reason <laughs> like, like oh my because <laughs> because because you're you're you vexed me and she's like her whole body's like shaking and shit like it was so good so you don't have any good reason at all right <laughs> so amazing but yeah uh and i love that in the end even though they squabbled like it was the two it was Avina and Kate like that were not afraid to go on the dance floor and have a good t- good night and be there for each other yeah. it was good it was so good they were dancing together and everyone's just like watching them yeah. like Kate and Edwina yeah, yeah. and then Kate and Anthony like yeah. <laughs> and everyone cleared the dance uh, when everyone cleared the dance floor and the queen stood up for them I was yeah. like, that's how they're going to get out of this. That's how they're yeah. going to get out of scandal because the queen approves. Yeah. That was good. And then she's yeah. like, uh-huh, there's a prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's available. And Cressida looked like fun. she ate a bag of yeah. lemons, bro. <laughs> it was so good. It was so, so good. Any other thoughts? No, no I think no. I feel like we covered everything. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. We said there was a lot of people that were really hesitant about watching this season. So we're just going to say it again. We just, we just list all everything. And, um, (laughs) but like, 
for those of you that were kind of afraid of what would happen between Theo and Eloise, it resolves itself. Um, right. For those of you who were kind of um, wondering uh, why is Marina still in episode this season, that also resolves itself. It, it happens very, very quickly. And I think it was kind of necessary to show how yeah. fucking kind Mr. Like, like, like Mr. Philip is or whatever. I just like, right. Oh my God. They just need to show how kind and how, how nice he is and what, how honorable, what a and good guy he was and how much, how obsessed I'm, he is with his plants. <laughs> I'm already, <laughs> I'm already feeling like kind of bad for him because the way like he's enjoying himself talking with Colin and Marina's like, okay, bye. Stop talking. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. And we do have the twins. The yeah. twins are there. Yep, the twins are there. So, um, so, and I love that they did that. A lot of people didn't like that, but um, I love that they didn't because it shows how much more honorable he is that he is raising someone else, his yeah. brother's kids. You know, right? And and it helps like build more story because eventually when we get to you know his story, so yeah, you know I. I love it. I, he was just so nice. And I was just like, and that's, you know what? And that's what, that's what Eloise needs. Eloise needs calm. And, but yeah. we'll see, we'll see if he's going to ha- end up having the temper that he has with Eloise, with, yeah. with Eloise. Like if she brings it out of him, you know, I probably, cause they're making him pretty like chill. Yeah. Yeah. They're Very. making him super chill. That's the thing, right? Like, if someone you like raises your your temp and everything like that, that's the kind of person you're gonna need. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever dares, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I felt really bad for Theo, and I and did Eloise too. But then too. I also, yeah, I was gonna say like, like I felt more bad for Eloise because I felt like yeah. when the way things ended, which I'm fine with them ending, obviously, because oh, yes. he's not for Eloise, but yes. yes. <laughs> But I felt like, like he was just so assuming of like how she was as a person. Like he just assumed, you know. Yeah, and she she backed out because of the fucking bullshit Penelope was saying. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, oh, I'm very interested how they're gonna figure that out. I know. <laughs> so and and it'll and, be good. <laughs> and how they're even gonna be able to put it in the trailer without doing spoilers, right? Yeah, true. So just focus mm. on Benny Boo. Well, I know that I know Shonda said something about not doing all the book, uh, the the seasons in the same order as the books. Yes. So, bro, Nicola looked like she was gonna fucking vomit. She started panicking. She's like, "What? I didn't. What? No, I didn't hear that. She looked like she was gonna throw up. She was so. (laughs) She turned so red. She was super, super panicking. So, well, which means that they don't have a script yet. Yeah. So, but they're supposed well, I mean, to they start filming in, in summer, May, so yeah. I like I yeah. said on our other episode. I think they're gonna stay with season three as Benedicts. They're gonna change up four, five, six. Yeah, that would suck so, because, um, like, <sighs> if, if Francesca does come out next season, then she might be right after Benedict. Hmm. I don't know. No, because she needs. They want us to fall in love with John, and then they want us to fucking cry our face off when he dies. So I don't want that. I hated that she loved John. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I. They're gonna make us. She. They're gonna. Francesca's gonna come out next season. She's gonna be the diamond, and then the queen is is gonna match her up with John. It's gonna go really fucking well, and we're gonna fucking love how amazing he is, and then. They need at least two or three seasons in of happiness, and they're gonna kill them all. What if it's not even been after? <laughs> Did you follow the book? Remember the book? It took him two years to, for them to get together. Or they might do um, the crane. No, because the kids. What if they did pollen next? I think they Whoa. might do pollen next. I just have a they really- could. Really, Whoa. I just have a big feeling they're going to do Paula next because they have to they have to find a way to keep Lady Whistle down through Hyacinth's story. They're going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that that like you know, and this is what Lane said. You, there's no way you have support. Yes, so there's no way that we have fucking Julie Andrews as the voice of God 
and then not try to figure <laughs> out how to have her for eight seasons, you know? So I think that they're just mushing it up because they're going to put Colin and Penelope first. Oh my gosh, make them plot just so we still have She'll burst. She will I, burst. I loved seeing at the end of this season, Penelope was talking in her voice as Lady Whistledown for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so, I mean, it could be like next season. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we never really know because they really like to switch things up on us. They really do. <laughs> but it could be what ends up saying like what um what um Meg and Lane were saying that they'll do three, they'll do four on schedule, and then they'll might flip six and five or something like that. Yeah. So when they started the show, I was actually hoping that they would make all of the children more more close in age. Yeah. Because I thought it would have worked better for the show. So like, yeah, especially like casting and everything like that. Yeah. Well, they had to like, they had to make Hyacinth still in the belly. True. To, yeah. I mean, they technically haven't really been staying true to the story, but part of the right. heartbreak and, and part of Hyacinth all over the fucking placeness is. Yeah. Is, Cause she didn't know her know, father. Like, yeah. Yeah. And how um, Gregory was so young. Yeah. So I like that scene. Yeah. When Gregory and Anthony were yeah. talking, you're a little bit like, you know, both of them are both. Of them. How did they cast a father that looks like all of the kids? Like, right. How how do the the actors and actresses of the Bridgerton kids look like the Bridgerton parents? <laughs> like, what in the fucking world is that shit? You know, Francesca looks dead ass like fucking Violet and Gregory mm-hmm. when they were standing there and I was like oh my god he's like a spitting image of freaking um Edmund I was like how yeah. in the world did they do this <laughs> what? and I love seeing um Gregory like teasing um Hyacinth all the time oh, yeah yes. yeah because <laughs> you know like that's the thing list. with them <laughs> Garrett <laughs> yeah, that was like my favorite <laughs> <laughs> need to reread yeah yeah for sure for sure well we'll see what who we get next week because i'm sure they're gonna okay if they don't announce casting anytime soon it's not gonna be sophie oh yeah that's true if they don't announce it that we're gonna get us because i don't know if you saw that sarah but a long time ago it came <laughs> out that lady cowper's first name is araminta really yeah I don't yeah. think I did see that. It was on the script. Yeah, so someone released oh. a script and it said um, they, it said Portia Featherington sitting with her her blah blah, blah friend. It, it was basically like so many words for like posh stuck up friend and it said yeah. Araminta Cowper. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> so. Oh God. <laughs> and, and, and then today or today today because it just happened but like um in the season when they asked if she had any if uh, Cresta had any brothers she's like oh no I'm an only child so I wonder if there's a yeah. child at home oh my gosh like have- now I'm freaking out <laughs> yeah oh. yeah so I wonder if they said that because like that, that was like a, such a random question like do you have any brothers and she's like no yeah. I'm an only child yeah, and so, that would be kind of perfect because they're pretty they shitty awful. people. They are <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're going to have to, I'm going to stick with that as what I think it's going to be then. That sounds smart. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. So maybe she comes out as, as Cresta's lady's maid. Oh my God. Yeah. Half sister. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Sophie is supposed to be blonde, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holy bejesus oh my god i can be a cousin whatever yeah we'll see but just to have her in the calcarism yeah so we'll find out we'll know exactly what season it is if we they do no, new cast announcement sophie yeah. beckett john sterling <laughs> <laughs> we'll oh, know god. what season it is so <laughs> oh my gosh but man, I'm just, I'm so depressed just thinking about the whole Francesca thing. Like, uh, I'm so nervous. And it's Shondaland, <laughs> so they're going to lean all the way the fuck into yeah. that. Holy shit. Because, you know what, like. Look what they did with, like, Edmund. No, so Edmund, <laughs> I kind of, right? I, Edmund, I was like, they're going to fucking 
kill us because when the when the preview came out and it was a, a flashback of anthony and edmund shooting together i was like dead dead i'm literally yeah. dead and then well yeah. um, so I, mean, I knew it was going to be tough but i was not emotionally prepared for simon's prologue that shit was crazy so i, I can you imagine if they took that and then put it into someone that that we love dying to like we have a whole edmund violet situation because oh, technically yeah. it's almost the same and like, oh my God, Francesca better, uh, Ruby Stokes better lace up her corset. <laughs> she, better, she better be ready for, for some, some waterworks, man. Oh, it's going to be so good. I know. And then I can just imagine her pulling on Michael's like shit, like do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. But can you, sorry, I'm just, this is the last thing I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> like based off of lady what lady featherington did in the end can you imagine that the heir to the feathering like who's going to take over the featherington home is finch and philippa's son <laughs> oh my gosh i literally cannot <laughs> i cannot I love well, well they move along the pollen story yes and like and like and, <laughs> and have a kid's i love i love that that like Penelope's make uh, Lady Whistledown's making fun of Mr. Finch, and Mr. Finch is like, "Oh, I love that he chooses <laughs> flowers." I'm like, "Bro, she's talking about you. She's talking about you." Oh, what man. is um? What's the older sister's name? I keep forgetting. Prudence. Prudence? Yeah, Prudence. She was so, hilarious. Yeah, like, and she's playing that like bowling game, and she won, and she's like, "Look at me!" And then she smiles. <laughs> really yeah. Hard. Yeah, it was like, so good. The whole fan thing was my favorite. She's like, he didn't even look at yeah. my bosom. <laughs> it's like somehow that girl is like, those girls are like kind of assholes sometimes, but then they're like innocently dumb yeah, and yeah. like funny. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, tempt him to do what? And then Lady <laughs> Feather's like, never you mind. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think that's going to be kind of hilarious. But yeah. thank you, Sarah. Thanks for your yeah, thank you. time with us and um, talking about the show. I'm so glad you loved it as much as we did. Yes, it was great, so I thought. Great. <laughs> yeah. But thank you. Thanks for sharing all your thoughts. Thank um, you for having me. Great week. And, you know, you know where to find us. And, oh, and thank you so much for getting us the Target books. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you. Did you get them? I like, think, did they arrive? I think so. Yeah. Someone sent okay. us something from FedEx. And it's... I'm not, I'm not sure who you are. I'm really sorry, but uh, it got please send it again. I don't know who it was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I suck, but that's, that's what it is. I, I know yours was USPS. I know it was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. We'll take care. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.